Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Scab Helen. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 6 of Porn and Coffee. I'm your host Thomas Gavlin, sitting here in lovely Bergen. I'm from plugrush.com, way over in Austin. I have with me my co-host Jay Kopita from whynot.com. How are you, Jay? Hey, I'm doing great, Thomas. It's always a pleasure. Uh, we have got a very special guest on today, but you know, I say that about every guest. But then again, <laughs> when are we going to get somebody who sucks on here? Oh. Answer, never. All right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, we're going into the talent world, man. We're going to talk to an actual porn star today. I'm so excited. It's my first porn star. Yeah, really? We're going to get your podcast cherry broken, Thomas. Hopefully, uh, you stocked up on cock rings and Viagra. I am so ready to go. Miss um, <laughs> Tanya Tate. So, we got Tanya Tate on today. She is a 10-time MILF of the Year award winner. And she launched her adult career in late 2008 as well. She has uh, found herself in tabloids, getting some headlines in the mainstream press with some of uh, her extracurricular activities. We should head PR firm, Star Factory PR. Yeah, uh, this is really a businesswoman. Absolutely. Yeah. This is somebody who has definitely put together a pretty amazing career. We're going to find out more about her. And, you know, we're going to take this show in levels that uh, I don't think we really anticipate. We're going to get into that and many other things with uh, Tanya Tate. First, let's refill and get back right after this. You're listening to Porn and Coffee. While our hosts refill, here are a few words from our sponsors. Plugrush.com, a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. Plugrush.com, moving traffic forward. Okay, and we are back. Thank you very much for joining us on this edition of Porn and Coffee. We have the lovely and talented Tanya Tate on with us today. How are you, Tanya? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Basically, uh, you know, we started this show out as, uh, you know, specifically for people that work in the adult entertainment business in any facet. So you are actually kind of our test experiment here as you are our very first talent that we have on our show. Uh, you know, we couldn't think of anyone better, actually, because not only are you talent, but you also run your own PR agency. And, uh, you know, you've made quite a few headlines over the years. Let's just start out by giving our audience a lot of people are going to know about you, but I think a lot of people might not who are our listeners. So can you give us a little bit of background about how you got started in the adult entertainment business, kind of your path of what brought you here to where you are today? Yeah, sure. I made my first movie in London in October 2008. Before that, I was working in an office and it was kind of like really boring and I was looking for something more challenging. And I was like, <laughs> I was watching a movie with a with a male friend and I was I just sat there and I thought, you know, I could do that. I went away and had a good think about it. I had some professional pictures taken. I researched the UK market, sent the pictures off with a nice little email and they invited me to London, shot me and that was in 2008. So since then, I started making movies. I moved to Los Angeles in 2010 
And since then, I've been based in LA. I still perform. I do cosplay. So I like to get dressed up as sexy superheroes. I have a cosplay blog. I have my own website, tanyatate.com, which Model Centro provide the platform, but it's me that does everything on it. So I do all the editing of the videos and the uploading and the writing of the blog posts. What else? Do I, I have a radio show on Vivid Radio every Tuesday, 5 p.m. West. I have a flashlight that's made from a mold of my pussy. I, I could keep going on. I <laughs> I direct do. I direct movies for Philly Films, which is um a lesbian film company. I co-own Star Factory PR. Um, which is the publicity agency. Oh my goodness. I Skype with fans. I do texting with fans. I chat with fans. <laughs> I have a store where I send all my goodies to fans. I do custom movies. So um, I do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And you have a bunch of nominees coming up too. I see here yeah, for both Express, um, AVN. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm a 10-time mill for the year winner, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, AVN and Expiz um, Awards 2016 are coming up. And I've been nominated for um, Girl Girl Performer of the Year in both of them. And my movies, um, Lesbian Family Affair 2 and the series Lesbian Family Affair, it's kind of up for... A, few different ones like all girl series all girl release best taboo relations movie and also my website tanyatay.com is up for a nomination as well nice where do you find time to do this i mean you know like thomas <laughs> and myself we're both very busy guys and we're like a lot of people on the adult b2b side and that you know we have a lot of different projects going on but i mean you know we don't have fans we don't model i mean maybe we do but we've only got a couple of fans <laughs> uh you know but the thing is it's just like, I mean, how do you do that and maintain your sanity? You know, I mean, that's a very tricky balancing act to be working business to business and business to consumer, you know? Yeah, it's not an easy task to do. I'm not the best at time management. If I could improve something, I'd like to improve my time management. But somehow I managed to find bits of time to fit everything in. Um, and it's, it's also about having a good support network as well. You know, I have I have a good team that I work with. You, you know, you've got to have the people there to, to give you that support, to have an assistant. I have somebody that I work with in the PR company you know model centro got the platform i have people that help me i actually have a couple of fans that will help me like i have one fan that lists all my stuff on ebay for me <laughs> you know so it's, it's i have another fan that helps list the stuff on like the auction a different auction site the naughty auction site like my worn knickers and things like that it's a little bit of help from everywhere and but but, you know, it's my hands. I'm the one that, like, I was sitting there before I'm talking to you, eating my breakfast, tweeting. So it's about multitasking. So I'll tweet while I eat my breakfast, and I'll look at my um, texting because I'm on Dream Lover. So I'll see who's texting me on Dream Lover. I answer all my own emails. If it's if it goes to Tanya at tanyatate.com, I, I answer it. So, like, sometimes fans can be waiting for a week or if I'm away, you know, two weeks sometimes. But eventually I'll I'll get to it. I mean, if they want to have chats with me, I'll give them one email, say, hey, thank you for, for chatting, you know, thank you for the email. But if they want to keep the, the chats going, you know, I only have a limited time. So it's like go to texttanyatate.com, go to calltanyatate.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking about time, Tanya, because like 2008, you said you started and now it's 2015. It's like, it's, that's really fast. And you, you really don't waste no time to becoming known in uh, this very short of time. How did you get your name out there? By mistake or by design? Do you know, when I first started off, I didn't realize, you know, I was going to be so successful in this 
industry. You know, for me, I did start later and I did have a background where I worked in an office. So, you know, I'm used to getting off, doing certain tasks. You know, my mind was already focused in that kind of way. And I also had a part-time job in a bar occasionally, just, you know, overnight because it was a bit of fun. So I, I think I had kind of good worth ethics. And when I did start... I remember thinking that I, I need PR and talent in this industry, you know, I did start off with an agent and it's not all about what your agent does for you. It's about what you do for yourself in conjunction with your agent when you first start. So, you know, you've got to be really proactive about things. And for me, one of those proactive things was was getting a publicist. And that's when um, I kind of researched the market and asked different people and, you know, who's kind of like one of the best PR agencies and Star Factory PR was recommended to me. And that's who I kind of started moving forward with. I, that's how I found them. I employed them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's one of them. And then you end up taking over the company, <laughs> so to speak. Well, I tell you, I've got a little bit of a similar background to you and that I also did a sex tour of Ireland. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, my, background, my background, you know, I have a lot of PR in my background, too. And I actually did some mainstream acting, you know, primarily back in the 90s. Uh, but, yeah, true words couldn't be couldn't be you know spoken. And when you talk about having like your own publicist, you know, not relying on them 100 percent because nobody's going to care about your career as much as you are. Unless, of course, your publicist is making millions and millions of dollars, then obviously they're going to care. But, uh, you know, I mean, you got to be very proactive. And, uh, you know, I worked in PR for a number of years as well. And I think one of the hardest things about PR is if you have a client that maybe is a hard sell or maybe they're just not responsive or maybe they just don't even have a great product. Uh, so you have to create news. You have to create interest. And uh, I mean, that's a tough balancing act. Fortunately, I can say at this day and time that uh, all of my clients are absolutely awesome. They're responsive. They're great. And, you know, their product <laughs> essentially sells itself. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure you can completely understand how that works and, you know, mm -hmm. how you've built up your client base in the process, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, we do have different clients. And this is why I always say to somebody when they're starting off in PR, it's your pioneers to assist you with your PR. We talk about your work, but you've actually got to do work. You don't just go, hey, I'm going to pay this money for PR and then sit back and rub your hands and wait for it to happen. An interview is going to send you 20 questions. They're not going to expect one word answers back. You've got to put the time in. And I think the clients that do put the time in and do, um, you know, to, to pay for PR in the first instance, you've got to be caring about your career. But then to really care about it, you've got to put that time and effort in. You've got to put yourself out. And um, them clients always, they get the most publicity kind of thing, you know, and we try and choose our clients. We, you know, we don't take on too many and we try and make sure that there is something that we can help them with. And we, we don't want to just take people's money because then yeah. that's that's not good for us. I'd rather refuse someone's money and say, oh, maybe, you know, a different agency might work best for you because, you know, they're looking for something that we're not the best people for. Um, so you get, you get a lot of different things. We're all looking to build careers here. And we basically, you know, you don't want to deal with the churn of having to find new clients every other month. I mean, essentially, you want to be able to grow as your client grows. 
Mm-hmm. That is true. You're kind of a goal-getter, I feel. like There's many ways of coming into this. And I don't think like after the first or second movie that somebody does is that now I need to find a PR company to, to help me with my career. So what, what, what would be your tips to a, a new starlet coming up? It's like, when does this come to mind that you need to have a PR company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You, you know, there's got to be some work that there so that we can talk about your work. I think it all just depends on the person, really. You know, a girl comes in, she gets an agent, she's got a busy agent, she's making a lot of movies, she's a product that's easy to sell, and she knows within that first year she wants to look towards being nominated for Best New Starlet. You know, the first week that you come in, you don't get PR, but once, you know, the work starts coming through, and it's difficult to say, you know, at like six months exactly, you, you should get it, but I think you should start exploring it within the first few months, really, start exploring it, start talking to different publicity companies and I think that it kind of like fits when it's the right time doing it the week before the nominations the pre-noms are due to be submitted is not going to work if you want to be submitted for consideration for best new stylist of the year but PR is about building up your brand so it's an extra branch so by having somebody on your team they're going to be looking out for you they're going to be pushing you for interviews with the reviewers who also don't forget some of the reviewers are also voting so it's about getting your name out there getting your interviews up getting the fans to know about you getting the the people in the media to know about you and let's not forget some of the way that the companies work depends on the popularity of the talent so you know we help build your brand in terms of we're getting your name out there you're getting more fans the fans start voting for you you know hey brazzers hey naughty america hey girlfriends films we there's forums for them go on the fans is going to go on and go like oh look this new girl that we've just found let's get her booked and the more that they see that girl's name in the media the more they're going to be talking about it and it's just kind of like a snowball effect that's what you want to help build up so it's all about taking charge of your own uh, own career how much uh, have you relied on social media for your career and how do you kind of deal with the haters and the fans <laughs> um there's a lot of good and a lot of bad yeah my advice is block the haters that's what i do block them okay yeah. and off. here's the thing you're always gonna have haters i i don't have time to deal with it my schedule is so busy i don't have time to sit there on social media and on twitter having big long conversations and arguments with people it's not very productive you know there's always someone that's gonna hate you and i even have girls in the industry that hate on me i don't sure. i don't get into wars you know over that you know when you win an award yeah. yeah it's like you do i don't want to be you know brought down to their level kind of thing but the other side of social media is that i do have a very loyal supporter group and i call them the tanya taters and these are some of my most loyalist fans and i have fans that will check in on me occasionally i'll have fans that check in on me every day so they are you know they're a really good bunch of people to have around and when it comes to things shout outs i might need something you know hey i'm stuck on um final cuts there's something going on it's lines across my screen someone will come back and be like hey this is what you need to do and you know when it comes to like things like for example some of the awards are fan voted so that's really nice to be able to reach out to the fans and be like, hey, if you like my work, will you be able to vote for me? So 
it's very important to use social media and to use it the right way. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. I have a YouTube channel. There's a whole load of places. And for me, it is important to be accessible to the fans and to be there and to be able to like reach out to them and just communicate with them. Years ago, you could never do that. What did you have to do? Write a letter <laughs> and then like yeah. snail mail. Now it's instantaneously. So reach out to your fans and just try and stay on the social media be well the person that I am I want to be a liked person but some people they use social media they have certain strategies that they use it a different way but I I say be the person that you are inside and I am a nice person inside so I'm nice on Twitter occasionally like I'll be like <laughs> you'll get a one you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have bad days but you know the important thing to note obviously is that if you're successful, you're going to have haters. And if you have haters, then clearly mm -hmm. you're doing something right because you have something that they want. And a lot of times it's just a jealousy or an ignorant thing on their part. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. uh, you said a good thing. I mean, it's really important to just really focus on your fans or, you know, in our case, your business associates are the people that really are going to support you. They're going to be there in your up and down times. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, at the end of the day, they... They're the ones who matter and they're the ones who are going to be helping or hindering your bottom line. You know, those are the people that deserve your attention, if, if anything. Exactly. So let me ask you this, Tanya, do you have, and obviously you don't need to mention any names or companies or people, uh, but can you give us any good PR horror stories or war stories, anything that uh, might be amusing and maybe how you were able to overcome it? You know, it's, it's, we don't really get into wars. You know, that's not the type of person that I am. I get into war. It's like admitting that I'm on their level. Um, there are publicists that can really work PR. You know, there are some good publicists out there that if we can't take the clients on for whatever reason, maybe we're too busy or maybe we're not specialized in that particular area, I will refer them on to other PR companies. And I do have good relationships with some of the other PR companies. We like to think that we um, can bring something unique to the table. We do our own thing and we do it a certain way. And because of this, we've had people that have like copied our formats and copied the way we do things, even yeah. down to the exact same title of a press release. No. <laughs> it's like, really? And all they did was swapped out the name. <laughs> I was like, wow. really? That's bad. Yeah. And yeah, and it was posted on like, um, you know, like an ex-critic forum or the adult DVD forum on the press releases there. And just to just to prove it, like, you know, you look back and you, you can't change the dates on them forums. You look back and there's the exact same press release, like, I don't know, a couple of months before. Like, OK, you know, it's a it's a problem. You can't really get away from it. We have people that will follow us on Twitter. And as soon as we post about somebody or reach out to somebody, suddenly they're like, they'll hit on them contacts and try and copy the same contacts. We just put all our energies really into moving forward and being the best that we can be for the clients that we have on board. I think that's the best way to be. Yeah. Let's move over to, to the thing that uh, you love to produce. So tell me, what is your favorite genre of porn to produce? Do you know, when I first started directing, it was actually for my tanyatate.com website. Site. And I didn't realize I was directing by just doing like little amateur stuff. I used to do like a Tanya Tick casting couch where like amateur guys who come in, try out to be a porn star 
and it kind of like it was a little bit of a similar concept to when I did the um, Tiny Tate Sex Tour of Ireland, Tiny Tate Sex Tour of Scotland, like amateurs meeting the professional porn star. So that was kind of like my first experience producing effectively for my own website. Um, but since then, I've started directing for Philly Films, which is lesbian because I'm currently shooting like girl girl movies. And I have a lot of fans actually that would reach out to me and want to do Skype with me and want me to produce solo custom movies for them and a lot of their kink was like the taboo and it's like me being the mummy you know I'm the MILF 10 time MILF of the year winner MILF equals mummy equals that hot powerful woman mature woman that like a lot of like young guys and old guys and girls like to fantasize about and I think the lesbian taboo movies came from there really you know I started doing kind of like mummy daughter of course it's not real um mummy daughter (laughs) movies and it just kind of grew from there and I started the series Tanya Tate's Lesbian Family Affair and they're all three ways so it's either mum and auntie and daughter or mum and younger daughter older daughter and obviously it's porn (laughs) they all have sex (laughs) and um at first like like some of the talent that were coming to the set they're like we've never done this before it's always been step and I'm like well something (laughs) different today and I had a first actually Julie Rann is in Lesbian Family Affair 3 and she said this is a first I've never done a real mummy movie before Hmm. And Julie Rann, you know, Hall of Fame inductee, been around for many years, absolutely amazing, fabulous woman. I was like, yes, a first. And she's also very hot as well. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's, and I think it's fun. You know, I had Kendra Lust on my set once and she was like, I have to say, she said, I'm re-, and she's, and she's like saying it like she's, whispering, I get really turned on by this theme and I was like so do I it's fun <laughs> it's like it's I think it's because it's quite naughty it's not real and it's like a hot older women hot younger girls everybody's over the age of consent and nobody's actually related but I think it's just kind of like really naughty and I love coming up with the little intricate stories and things like that yeah. so um yeah do you ever look at like the the sales number and and think that I need to create more of that or is it more about passion for you um, because it's for Philly Films, I don't actually get to see the sales. I produce for that company and they sell them. But what they do say to me is, this is selling. This is selling really well. We want you to make more of this type of movie. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the movies that have been selling are the ones that I like to produce. So they've been nominated, Best Taboo Relations, <laughs> Best <laughs> All Girls Series. <laughs> so um you know and it's specifically the lesbian family fair movies for that but you know i've done um, brit school brats which is like an english school you know where auntie tanya goes back and has to like take her naughty niece and then of course the school's going to shut down so auntie tanya has to go in and look after the school to keep it open you know cute little themes like that so it's 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 again i think it's older younger kind of themes so um yeah you're in a good position in that you can pretty much do whatever you want i mean whether it's in front of the camera behind the camera uh behind a computer screen uh you're you're in a very you're in a very good spot it sounds like tanya i can choose what i do what i don't do so to speak you know a lot of the fans always ask for things or when are you going to do this when are you going to do that when are you going to do anal you know what 
maybe I don't want to do anal. When it, when are you going to do like a hardcore like kink type submissive scene? Maybe I don't want to do a, that type of scene. I don't feel that I have to do certain things. I yeah. do the things that I like, what I enjoy, and I feel that I'm in a good position for that. I'm not a girl that has to rely on just my performing, and I, I have to get up and go to work and do this movie to pay my rent. I don't have to do that. But that's because I've explored different things. I was older when I got into this, as I said earlier, but I knew that it's not going to last forever. You know, I don't want to be a guilt performer. <laughs> that's not what I want to be there are guilt performers and there are yeah. they have a lot of fans but I yeah. don't think I would feel that confident at that age and I I don't feel like I would feel sexy that you know so I knew that I had to do all the things so you know this is my advice to talent don't just rely on doing movies because it's not always going to be there for you there's going to be a time where you're going to your peak's going to go up and then your peak's going to come down again and you have to have a backup plan in place you know i say save money save some money and think of other options that you can do think of different things well all due respect tanya i think you've got decades of shelf life yet you know maybe you (laughs) might not feel sexy you know, I think you've got, and you know, it's funny, you said something that really rang true. I mean, Thomas and I both feel like we have to do anal every day. We so, do. You know, <laughs> we don't get so uh, kind of maybe need to wind down and bring this out. Or maybe Tommy uh, missed something that you wanted. I don't know. Did you want to know about me industry crushes? Yeah, I want to do that. And, you know, I, <laughs> you know, I was actually going to change that a little bit specifically for this episode because, you know, you've worked with so many different people in so many different capacities. You know, you can either choose whether it's your industry crush or maybe somebody that you haven't worked with before that you really, really want to, which I suppose could fit into industry crush, or maybe a really honorable shout out of someone that you think deserves some kudos here on our show. I have my answers ready. <laughs> so let's Ooh. just go with what I've got. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Do you know, there's some girls that I've been around, been at shows and been on set of, but never worked with. And Lexi Bell is one of those girls. She's like mm. so adorable. And I don't know how it come out, but one day she just starts calling me, mummy, mummy, mummy. And then every time I saw her at the convention, she'd be like, mummy, 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 and come lean on my boob and um, so I was like oh we need to do a scene a, a movie where you're just like sucking on my boobs <laughs> like, three years of me trying to make this scene happen I've just got this little vision in my head I was talking to one of the other companies about possible collaboration where they they do scenes where talents co-direct and I'm like I need Lexi Bell in it but we're still working on that one and Kendra Lust she's one of my clients she's also a good friend and she's a very very nice person and she's very sexy and you know I've directed her and we've also got her a little bit smoochy before you know when you've had a few drinks and you're at the convention after parties da, 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 da. <laughs> but I've never had any um, on-screen sex with her And I really think that, you know, two hot milfs together, two powerful hot milfs, big boobs. It's like it's going to be one amazing chemistry filled sex scene. And, you know, there's still other people, but they're they're the two at the top of my list that I really want to like, yeah, get stuck into. Between you. Between you and Kendra, I mean, your number of Twitter followers, I mean, you would basically break Twitter, I think, if something like that happened. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Who do you want to give a shout out to? 
you know, um, since I got into the industry and I started working over here in America, I have to give a shout out to Monster PR. He's he's a really amazing person. He's very talented, very creative, and he's been there, very supportive of me and my career, both you know within the publicity company, which you know he he works very hard on the publicity side as well, but not just that, kind of like helping me with a lot of my. You know, when I said you need a good team, without Monster PR, my team would be very weak. Mm. So he's the person that helps keep me organized, helps keep me focused, and helps build my brand. So kudos to him. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tanya, for taking the time to uh, spend here with us in the Porn and Coffee. We, we thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we wish you the best for 2016 and uh, for more awards coming up here. Thank you. It's been great talking to you guys. Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. Established in 1996, the Why Not Forums are the longest running business forums in the adult entertainment industry. Head over to whynot.com forums and hang out with other adult industry professionals where you can share news, talk shop, and get support. All in a professional and constructive manner.